Welcome to the 10 Minutes from the Top series from the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. My name is Laura Deirda, and I'm Editor-in-Chief of Becker's Spine Review, and I'm joined by Greg DeConcilius, Administrator of Boston Outpatient Surgical Suite. I have four quick questions for Greg, and we'll dive in now. My first question is, what is the status quo of your practice right now? Currently, uh, we're in Massachusetts. Our uh, governor put an executive order in place to uh, limit uh, elective surgeries to what's called essential cases or essential surgeries. And therefore, uh, what that means for us is um, we're an orthopedic center mainly. Uh, we are doing uh, cases that go through our, our COVID-19 review committee. And what those kinds of stuff typically are, you know, fractures and tendon ruptures and, and some spine cases, some urgent micro discs and that kind of stuff. So we're, we're limited only to those essential cases at this point, And that is in place until May 18th at this point. Great. And what was it like four weeks ago versus today? Well, four weeks ago was really, uh, we started on, on March 15th. So I would say right off the bat, it was, it was uh, very, very slow. Um, certainly fractures, as I mentioned, tendon tears, those types of things, uh, ligament tears that came in, um, those were obviously automatics. Um, but what's happened is that some people have orthopedic injuries, let's say a rotator cuff tear that um, over time uh, retracts more, atrophies more. Uh, those tears um, become more urgent over time. And now, maybe four weeks later, six weeks later, there's something that could be an essential case that uh, needs to be done at this point because the patient could have some severe disability if it's not done right away. So we've seen a progression in that fashion, but overall, it's still very, very slow for us. Um, you know, we typically do 100, 110 cases a week, and we're doing about, you know, 7 to 10. So it's still very, very slow for us. Got it. And what do you expect three months from now? So three months from now uh, would take us out to kind of mid-summer, um, and uh, I'm hoping by that point we have our backlog, um, uh, you know, figured out by that point and all those cases taken care of. The way I'm calculating out is that, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we do about 100, 110 cases a week, um, and we've been down about six weeks, so that's about 600 cases that most likely we have to uh, make up. And so uh, the only bonus, if you will, is that the uh, our surgeons have not be, been seeing new patients typically, and so unless it's something really urgent, and so um, there's you know not a huge back you know a huge amount of new cases kind of building up, and so we'll have to find a way to get those cases done. Um, typically, the summers are slow for everybody. I think uh, you know people have vacations and those types of things. I think there'll be more of that. Uh, I'm sorry, less of that this year, and so there'll be more time um, to do uh, you know get cases done. I think we'll, we'll get rid of that backlog almost. Uh, Immediately, we'll work uh, extra hours, extra shifts, weekends to kind of get those cases done as soon as possible. And again, hopefully, you know, by that point, end of the summer, we'll be caught up and we'll be back in kind of uh, our routine. And that's, again, that's my hope. That makes sense. Thanks for outlining that for us, Greg. And then my final question here is, do you think there is a new normal and what will that new normal look like? Yeah, you know, I, I thought that was a, a, a cute term to start. Now it's kind of it's kind of wearing on me a bit here. The, the new normal. Um, it's funny in healthcare. You know, I think um, this this kind of uh, um, you know the infection control thing that we're kind of including in our new normal. We've always we've always done that, right? I and mean, we've always had universal precautions and those types of things. And so 
Um, as far as treating patients as if they're infected per se, or, or in this case, COVID positive, you know, we, we treat everybody as if they're positive for something, right? So we'd always have universal precautions and that wouldn't change. So I think we can handle that part of it. I think the social distancing piece of it will be a little bit different for us. I think typically if you're in an ambulatory surgery center that, you know, inherently has a, usually a smaller footprint, um, it, it's going to be increasingly difficult for those smaller centers to socially distance and, and kind of spread patients out both in, pre, in the preoperative area and in the recovery room. And so um, those things will be, those things will be difficult for us. I think, you know, uh, again, use, use universal precautions and we've always used PPE, but you know, the right kind of PPE, whether we're testing patients, all those things will be, will be, um, uh, you know, important for us. And then of course, if there's, you know, a second surge, you know, kind of a third surge or, or you know, a, a reinfected of the community, you know, we'll have to prepare for that um, and obviously deal with that when it comes. I, I always say to everybody that we, we've been preparing for fires and disasters and all that kind of stuff. We even had, I'm sure we had, you know, kind of chemical warfare policies, but you know, there's something that it's kind of was new for everybody, and uh, and we're all learning how to get by and and how to deal with it. And certainly, as you talk about that new norm in the future, um, you know, we'll be a little more prepared in healthcare because we've been doing it for a while. But it's going to certainly be something that we're going to have to all deal with, and um, you know, and find a way to uh, maintain our efficiencies and, and our good outcomes that have kind of been hallmarks of the ASCs. Well, thank you so much for going through that with us, Greg. I really appreciate it. And thank you all so much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.